Hi, Amy. Good to be back with you. Hello, Michael Adams. Fantastic to be with you. And we're here doing our Evolve Beyond thing, as we like to <laughs> call it. And today we're going to be talking about breadcrumbs. <laughs> Do you want to explain that to yeah. our listeners, Amy? Uh-huh. So I, I like to call it Follow the Breadcrumbs. And we have a number of things to talk about today involving this, but really what it means is that when you stop and you listen and you allow the experience to unfold for you the breadcrumbs start to lead and illuminate the path before you and then you have one experience into another experience and when that one experience is done you fully know that it's done because mm -hmm. your body senses and tells you okay next experience mm -hmm. and a new breadcrumb a new experience then shows up. So what that means is that that first breadcrumb is fully integrated in the body and then you have another experience, right? And it's another opportunity for growth or learning and then another and another. And it's just about paying attention to the signs and paying attention to the experiences that you have, whether you're enjoying them or you're not. So it's, it's bringing them into consciousness. Yeah, 100%. And materializing them. So we can talk about this as this past trip to Greece, mm -hmm. right? And so it was a completely open-ended trip. I knew I had one destination and I was gonna figure out where I was gonna go from there and what I was gonna do. And so I went and I felt really clear in my physical body that I was not to leave just yet. And because I didn't leave, I met somebody who will create a big influence in my life. And that was really coming from a place of you being happy mm -hmm. working with a blank piece of paper. Yeah. Yep. And that's important because very often there is this pressure to know what you're doing, mm -hmm. know, have it kind of pre-organized. And then we create these expectations, which very often we don't meet. But by flipping that on its head mm -hmm. and saying, I'm going into this with a blank piece of paper mm -hmm. means that you can be accepting and receive whatever that experience brings. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I mean, that brings me back to this time that was like 15 years ago, maybe, when I went to Thailand and I bought a one-way ticket to Bangkok and I had no idea, and it was like three days before, I had no idea where I was going. I was not set up in any way, shape or form. I just knew I needed to be there. Everything in my body told me, you've got to go there. And I went, And one of the reasons I was you know, stirring to go there was because of a past life regression that I had had, that in this hypnotherapy, I actually wasn't healed from the situation and I needed to go to the physical land. And because I had done a drawing during this hypnosis and this work that I had done in the past life regression, I knew that I was a Thai boy in this lifetime and I was shocked and I was killed and my brother was as well in this experience that I had and when I went to Bangkok I remember it being one o'clock in the morning and being like oh shit what in the hell did I do and dropping my bags taking a deep breath closing my eyes and asking myself okay what's next okay and then connecting to a higher source and power and all of a sudden I heard two American voices go by and I followed them into a Starbucks. And we ended up sitting in the coffee shop and having a chat and they were going north and I decided to go south and I found my next step. And then when I found my next step, 
I met my next person and my next person led me exactly to the space I needed to go to heal that wound that was actually manifesting as if I was shot in my left shoulder. Let's step back from that for yeah. a moment. Let's take some pigeon steps through, through that particular experience you've described. Now, folks, you can't see Amy, but I can. She's sitting in front of me. Okay, this is a petite lady. She's talking about 15 years ago. You'd have been 28. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think I was like 25 or 26. Okay, yeah. okay. So you'd have been 25, 26. You're going to the other <laughs> side of the world. Mm-hmm. With a backpack. With a, a backpack. Mm-hmm. Talk us through where your mind was at. That's a great question. You know, I mean, sometimes in these experiences, I, I'm not thinking, actually. I'm feeling. And that's actually what leads me to get on the plane and to have the adventure and to be excited and to, to do all of the things. Because I'm being told, led, guided. And it's so clear inside me because I'm feeling it. I'm paying attention to it. You know, and to grow that muscle and to strengthen that muscle, I've been doing this for years. And little by little by little, then I jump on a a plane halfway across the world. So what I want to do is because there's other people who may be able to relate to that and there'll Mm -hmm. be other people who can't relate to that at all. Yeah, of course. I'm sure that there's many. But talk about or explain the fact that there was no apprehension. Yeah, no, I mean, I just deep trust for my inner knowing. And that's where I want to go. Yeah. I want to hear that. It's yeah. deep trust. Deep trust. I mean, that's what it all is about, is real deep trust. And like I said, I build that muscle, and that muscle strengthened, and it grew. And even if I got on a plane and ended up in Thailand, and it was a big flop, I knew that something brought me there, so it would also bring me home. And I knew I was safe. And because I felt grounded and centered and rooted in myself, I was like, screw it. Let's just go do this. I can right now, so I might as well. And I, I think energetically it's important for us to understand how that projects to other people mm-hmm. because you did not attract the wrong kind of energy towards you. No. Uh, which is something that somebody may look at and go, 25-year-old cute blonde going to the other side of the world if any kind of fear or lack of disorientation Mm -hmm. was visible within you Mm -hmm. that's where people take advantage of that Mm -hmm. but you obviously stood in your power Mm -hmm. to fulfill whatever Mm -hmm. this journey was going to show you Mm -hmm. well yeah Uh, and and it showed me quite a bit and I, i there was so much healing that was done on top of that past life regression experience. There was so much healing that was done that we don't have to get into on this podcast, but of trauma in my life. And I needed that more than I even understood. And I think that regression was that little breadcrumb that brought me to Thailand so that I could hop to another island and actually meet a teacher who taught me things that I don't think any other teacher ever could. And so going back to the original part of this conversation around Greece, what was so beautiful was just being led even all over the island. Like what day did I want to float in the ocean or what day did I want to go to some aspect or place on the island? And each and every time I did that, I came in contact with very amazing special people. And that's part of also traveling alone. 
I, as a 43-year-old woman, it was really interesting because, first of all, no one thought I was 43, which was just lovely. <laughs> it was lovely. But everyone's young who's traveling on their own or who's traveling. I mean, they're younger. They're in their 20s and their 30s. Now, I was going to ask you to be of... very careful there because, I'm, you know, I'm 20 years old. Yeah, but, so... no, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, or okay. if, and if they're 20 years older, then they're traveling with somebody or they're in a partnership or something of that nature. And yeah. I, I did come in contact with all different ages mm -hmm. but i'm just saying those who were very attracted to me were the female and male who were in their 20s and 30s and we'd have some really eye-opening conversations and i feel like i have some sweet friendships from this experience and then when i knew it was done it was done it was like santorini just spit me out and i got my ticket to go to crete and i ended up sitting whether it's on a plane a boat a train or whatever right next to somebody who's extremely important in my future and that that happened this time and it happened a couple of times oh, because you were random. contacting me on your breadcrumb journey yeah i know and and it was interesting i mean i remember one particular call which was look i've got a choice i'm going to go here or here i just want to share with you what do you think Mm -hmm. and and we shared that moment mm -hmm. uh, we had a conversation and then you decided right i know what i'm going to do mm -hmm. so it was a little check-in but mm -hmm. i appreciated that there was no fear there there was no apprehension it was i'm at a crossroads i have no fear about which leg i go down mm -hmm. what do you think mm -hmm. and when you came back and said right i did this and this happened it was like wow and you know folks one of the reasons why i can call michael and have that conversation is because a he lets me just talk myself in a circle to figure out my own answer b he lets me bounce off the walls if i need to because he's very good at holding space and c i feel safe in the relationship and so because i feel safe i'm able to really tune in and tap into my inner intuition and when i met this person on a boat a ferry it's the only way that you can really get around in these islands. That was one of the things that we talked about quite a bit was feeling safe enough to be centered and grounded and rooted in your body so that you can follow the breadcrumbs, so that you can hear the next step, so that you can relax into the experience and fully grasp and integrate what you're doing and where you are. Again, what's important about what you're saying so that everybody listening can connect the dots. Mm -hmm. let's go back just over a month ago mm -hmm. and talk about where you were mm -hmm. so that people can understand the difference between a very very busy working lifestyle in america mm -hmm. to arriving in the uk mm -hmm. to hitting the ground life. running uh -huh. in manchester yeah. to coming down well, and in london to london mm -hmm. I, I'm actually stepping through it mm -hmm. to jumping on a plane to Dublin to then <laughs> bouncing over to Greece mm -hmm. and all of this is happening on the go and these are the breadcrumbs mm -hmm. that took you into an amazing journey amazing. of not knowing what was next but you were prepared for it whatever it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I have this client, um, actually in Arizona, and she she's so cute. She's like, where in the world is Amy now? She's like, sometimes I wonder if you're like, I dream of Jeannie. You just wiggle your nose and you get from <laughs> one point to the other point. She's like, because I never know where you're going to be whenever, when, I just never know where you're going to be. 
And it's so interesting, you're always someplace different. How does that feel energetically for you? Um, it's a great question. I think sometimes it feels a little bit like I'm not integrating the situations because it's not so comfortable to not have that space of home, if you will. But the other piece inside of the coin is that home is in my heart. And as long as I'm tapping in and tuning in and meditating, I'm good. And I'll say that even being on vacation, there were moments and times where I felt out of sorts or some kind of resistance. And when I did, I would meditate and everything would go away. And I just felt complete bliss and oneness with the experience. Because where I was, are I'm very connected to those um, as you get to know me, my past lives. Um, and one was a very big past life that I feel like I'm reoccurring in this lifetime with Atlantean days. And so that they say that Santorini is where the lost city of Atlantis has been buried by the sea. I believe it has, actually has a number of different places, but I do believe that there's a large space there. And I know that through the feeling that would happen in my body when I would lie in the sea. And just so you know, folks, if you ever go to the Aegean and you can't swim, you'll be able to swim there. (laughs) Everybody floats. Yeah. So we've seen the undeniable connections between the the breadcrumbs. Mm -hmm. Now, tomorrow, you get on a plane and you are back in the USA. From your journey here, what does the next breadcrumb look like? Yeah, San Diego, the next day. Yeah, I get to pick up my puppy, and then I go to San Diego, and I'm having fire ceremony for a number of people who are, well, they're economic leaders. Yeah, we'll do some blessing on that. And in your headspace, do you feel that you're going to be approaching that differently than you would have before, based on the experiences that you've had now? How do you feel? Has there been a change? Yes, there has. There has. Thank you for that. Uh, It's interesting that you bring this up because it was a really big part of um, about two days ago. um, I spent a lot of time feeling into meditating and preparing for this upcoming weekend to be with these people and what it means to me in terms of how I can seed and assist and cleanse and clear and work with and guide and shepherd into the next experience. Because I think that right now, the world is at a standstill economically. We really need to pay attention to what's going on. And so whatever that looks like, if I can be in any way, shape or form a helper, to guide it and influence it in the best possible direction of an upward trending spiral for everybody, not just for the few, for a conscious capitalistic society. I am here for that. What's important about what you're saying is recognizing where you sit in things. Mm -hmm. In your power Mm -hmm. to remain focused on your purpose Mm -hmm. and I'm hearing your service to others. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that came up in a big way for me to speak to that is the vision forward and me being very clear at holding a very strong vision of where I hope and pray to see the world go. And I did a lot of that work in Greece. And keeping that vision so crystal clear when I'm doing this work with these people is going to be imperative moving forward. 
I think also a personal observation, mm-hmm. which I'm now going to share with you on this podcast, is when Amy arrived, she definitely was in full throttle work mode. And her pace in terms of her cadence was quick, fast, still extremely intelligent and on point. But the Amy that's arrived back has all that intelligence, all of that integrity, all of that wisdom, the stuff that you had before. But the pace is different. You have come down. The energy is still there. But what I get to do is I get to bathe in it a bit more right before it moves on. Mm. And that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming you feel it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I I know that we're going to do a podcast on somatic healing and what it is to really feel in your body the emotions and the feelings that are going on so that you can be very present with them. And that's the same as just not even just slowing down and integrating, but really... I mean, it's all of it. It's the being able to not have an agenda and not have to hold space for somebody, but just get to hold space for myself and to be with the earth. Mm -hmm. And that to me is so precious Mm -hmm. and so powerful. And, And I will say this, I learned that I've got to do that more. And I know I'm one of these people who preaches that we've got to do that. And I, I definitely make my clients do it, but I don't do it. And I'm being honest and totally vulnerable here. And I know that moving forward, that has got to shift and it's got to change. You know, it's interesting when I was traveling, and this is not a regular that I've ever seen before when I've been overseas. There were so many Americans. And it was interesting because everyone who I met who was from overseas was really dumbfounded by that as well. But they were also fascinated by the fact that we've lived our life as an American culture as the fastest pacing people who get maybe two weeks off a year, maybe, you know, and even then, what do you do when you get two weeks off a year? You're exhausted. So you have a staycation or you just do something quick in the country or, you know, some people don't have the funds to be able to travel overseas. And especially now with gas prices, the way that they are, plane tickets are not cheap. So it's an endeavor. But if you get a chance to take the time to do it, it is the most precious time that you can have. It doesn't matter what your age is. If you have two legs and two eyes and two hands and you have enough money to get you to where you need to go, you know, and to have a a decent time just exploring and adventuring, it's so worth it. And and opening yourself up to new experiences. Yeah. Because it's culturally the people that you meet. Yeah. It's also... The environments you occupy, the air that you breathe, mm-hmm. they're all new experiences. And the energy of the land. Yeah, absolutely. The topography of the land. Neuroscientists say that your brain rewires when you're traveling to other time zones. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like taking a different way to work. Mm-hmm. You're taking a different mm-hmm. way to a vacation or a holiday, as the English would say. A holiday, indeed. And we get more of them, remember? I know. I know. Well, this has been fascinating. And I think one of the key messages that is coming through here is that don't just accept 
the black and white aspects of life. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the answer is in the grey. Mm -hmm. Because the grey can be the unknown. Mm -hmm. And the unknown can open you up to new experiences, to directions you wouldn't have taken. And sometimes we don't take those options because we're looking for the black and white answer. Mm -hmm. Instead of recognising it's okay not to know what happens next mm -hmm. because that opens you up to new ways to express life. The closing words are yours. I agree. I want to tell a story now. Oh, <laughs> the unknown can be scary. And I absolutely accept and understand and get that. And fear is sometimes so overwhelming that it becomes paralyzing. But when we face that by doing what we are scared of, doors open that you could not even imagine. There was a gentleman who was just doing my hair. And he's a stylist. And he was telling the story of his life. And he's young. And he was dating a woman for eight years. But everybody knew, including myself, that the man doesn't like women. Yeah. Yeah. And he thought his life was over after they broke up. And after he did just a teeny bit of digging, he ended up with somebody who's a very good friend, who is male. And it was literally just like the doors open for him and his whole world is open. His business has just exploded. Every, in two years, because he decided to step through that door and accept who he really is and venture into something different. Now, I know that this is not talking about taking a plane and jumping to Europe. But what it is talking about is that now he has an opportunity to grow in himself and flourish and expand. And his boyfriend proposed to him and they're engaged. So it's like a beautiful... Well, and he stepped into a new experience. Uh-huh, he did. So there are similarities. It may not be obvious. What he'd done was he was making some black and white decisions before. Yeah. And he was in fear of the judgment. Yes, of, 100%. Of moving away from, quote-unquote, the norm. And that judgment was trapping him. And it was trapping him from having a new experience. Mm -hmm. And the universe took charge. Yeah. And, and he it followed. always will. Yeah, and you know, I mean, like, even the gentleman that I met on the boat, one of the things that we talked about is we always have. We'll never go without. No matter what, you'll never go without. It's just about opening yourself up to having the possibility of something different, something new, and then it shows up. You just have to have clarity on what you need, not telling people who you are. What do you need? Well, folks, this has been a lovely, beautiful time with Michael. Thank you so much, and thank you for listening. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, help our podcast grow by having these conversations with your loved ones, your community, your family, sharing it with your loved ones, your family, your community. And remember everyone, evolve beyond. What is Evolve Beyond? A podcast that touches on life's experiences and in turn guides you to your greatest wisdom truth and energetic potential. We are your hosts. I'm Michael Adams, human behavior specialist. And I'm Amy Elizabeth, energy evolution mentor. Together, we dive deep. So you can accelerate your highest evolution and align with who you were born to be.
We are asking our listeners to come with an open mind and strongly encourage trying on a new way of thinking to transcend reoccurring patterns and themes once and for all. It is in acceptance and responsibility that we are able to do that for ourselves and our life's path. We invite you to dive deep with us and evolve beyond. Who is Amy Elizabeth? Amy's formal background is in psychology and education, and over the past two decades, she has coupled this with multiple forms of energy medicine to assist her clients in identifying and living their highest evolution. She believes evolution is an everyday choice that we can all access, and her work focuses on assisting you to clear and create pathways to a fulfilling, majestic, and holistic spiritual existence. She utilizes ancient tools and rituals backed by scientific methods to achieve this. Having worked with high achievers, influencers, many decorated officers, professional athletes, business leaders and entrepreneurs, she has co-created a map to navigate living the life you were created to live in connectivity, joy and peace. Who is Michael Adams? Michael is a human behavior specialist who focuses on psychology and talking therapies. He is also an internationally respected marketing consultant, mentor, business growth strategist, and public speaker. In a professional career that spans over 40 years, he has practiced in the areas of elite professional sport, corporate business, public and private sector environments. In the past decade, his focus has been in the field of personal development, looking at improving individuals' dialogue with themselves in order to reach their full potential in life. He continues to develop new techniques that can be simply deployed by individuals in their everyday lives.